Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys! Hey, welcome, welcome back, back to, to Violating Community, Community Guidelines with Brittany and Sarah. All right. <laughs> um, today's episode is going to be on ASMR. ASMR. I love ASMR. I do too. You do? We're an ASMR-friendly household. <laughs> yes, but different types of ASMR. Before we get into that, let's tell you what it is. Yeah. All right, so ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it's a term used to describe a sensory experience characterized by a pleasant tingling, tingling sensation in the head and scalp, which can be triggered by sounds like whispering or brushing and visual stimuli like painting or drawing. Um, so ASMR signifies the subjective experience of low-grade euphoria characterized by a combination of positive feelings and distinct static-like tingling sensations on the skin. It's like taking a, taking a Tylenol and listening <laughs> to Beethoven. Is, does that cause you low-grade euphoria? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's cutting off the elderly in traffic. <laughs> Um, it is most commonly triggered by specific auditory or visual visual stimuli and less commonly by intentional attention control. Because that would be, what, hypnosis? Is that? Yeah, I think so, maybe. Like intentional attention control? Maybe, yeah. With someone doing like a clock in front of you? You want to get hypnotized, right? I want to be hypnotized so bad. But that's only because I want to start doing stand-up. And like it's, I have like this like block in my head. And I've talked to a lot of people who have like autism or ADHD who do stand-up. Like hypnotism has helped them. T. We'll need to uh, bookmark Bo- that and come yeah. back to it. <laughs> also get my palm read in the same day. <laughs> Um, so a genre of videos and it's a genre of videos intended to induce ASMR has emerged um, over 15 million people uh, over 15 million of which have been published on YouTube 15 million ASMR videos on YouTube by 2021 wild that is insane to me 
And how much money do those videos make? Yeah. It is so many hundreds of millions of dollars of AdSense. Mm-hmm. My friend uh, GB, who does is GB ASMR, like huge channel, millions of subscribers. Um, like if she makes multiple videos a week. That's wild. I can't even imagine. But also, okay, so if you're like, we gave you a definition, you don't understand what we're talking about. So you know those people who are like, hi guys, welcome back to my channel. So it's that sort of thing. And I know that causes a lot of people to like cringe, but it's yeah. also super relaxing. Yeah, if you're one of those people that's like, I hate smacking noises and people whispering, shut up, grow up. <laughs> Literally grow up. If you can't handle someone whispering to you. I love the whispering, but you said smacking. Are you talking about like mouth noises? I love mouth noises. Those are, those are the only ASMR I can't get into. Everyone makes mouth noises. I know, and it's horrible. I'm just saying. It's when people are like, I don't like poop jokes. <laughs> everyone shits. Yes, every, but no one laughs. Like imagine you're in the Walmart bathroom. <laughs> everyone poops. <laughs> No, I okay, so I I don't want to judge you, but I will. I love ASMR so much, but I cannot get into the lip smacking videos. Okay, T. Yeah. We'll get into the types of ASMR you and I like yeah. in a second. I want to get the basic like definition under our belts for people who are not that familiar mm-hmm. or people that think they know what it is and they don't have any idea actually. Yes. So there are different types of triggers. Would you like to take it away? Yep. So as Sarah mentioned before, listening to like a softly spoken or whispering voice Listening to quiet, repetitive sounds resulting from someone engaging in a mundane task, like the turning of book pages, um, tapping of like fingernails on something, opening things, unboxings are types Mm -hmm. of ASMR. In like elementary school, before I knew what what ASMR was, there was this girl named Leslie who would paint and her like brush strokes were so slow and intentional. It like, I like my, it felt so tingly in my head. I was like, what is this? Yeah, it's so good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, preparing food is another one. And it has to be done with no talking. Yes. Like it's it's purely the sound of the activity happening. Another type is receiving personal attention, like grooming, makeup application, hair brushing, initi- initiating the stimulus through conscious manipulation without the need for external video or audio triggers. I don't know what that means. Me St- neither. Stanley typed that and I'm reading it and I have no idea. So Wait, Stanley, good it, one. Initiating the stimulus through conscious manipulation without the need for external video. How do you do it without video or audio? I don't know what that means at all. I'm trying to figure it out. It's just just, a vibe. Yeah. (laughs) He said, this sounds so smart. Post. Yes. Listening to tapping, like nails on a surface, such as plastic, wood, paper, or metal. Hand movements, especially on one's face. That's one I don't, I can't get into. I love it. If I'm watching ASMR and someone's like, (laughs) (laughs) get out of my face. Listening to certain types of music. Listening to a person blow or exhale into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Crinkly items such as paper or clothes. Oh, wait. So, but receiving personal attention, grooming. I love when someone's like doing my makeup and they're like, this foundation is perfect for your olive tone skin. <laughs> and I'm like, I am the pinkest person in the entire You're world. You're like, no, it is my Sicilian <laughs> yes, roots. Yes. And I'm glad she picked up on that. You've got um, thick, coily hair. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love your beard. Your beard is so soft. My, my hair can definitely ma- handle this moisture right now. Yeah. That's a, another type, too, is the personal attention is acting like the camera's the viewer, like Sarah said. Um, there's a specific type that's clinical role play, mm-hmm. which is among a category of intentional ASMR that simulates the provision of personal attention as if you are a patient. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's 
kind of like cosplaying, for lack of a better term, clinical or medical services. And I think that this is kind of tea because like it's simply Americans cosplaying that they have health insurance. <laughs> like you have to go on YouTube.com and watch someone be like, I'm your doctor and I'm taking care of you. It's like, wouldn't this be nice? Imagine going on Cameo and requesting an ASMR person like diagnose you <laughs> through ASMR. It literally, like, what does that say about America? I personally love this. There's this, like, infamous ASMR that's actually very well done because I've done an ASMR video on my YouTube channel. It's uh, ASMR gynecologist visit. And so, like, you're between this person's legs and you can see your quote-unquote legs in stirrups and she goes underneath the blanket. Why? <laughs> Why? I-, I don't know, but it's just, like, really soothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was- nothing about a visit to the OBGYN that's soothing. <laughs> but I would just love if like there was like macaroni sounds when she like ins- oh come on dude ins- I mean insert the speculum on, to make it a realistic experience now I'm gonna insert this and it's gonna be really uncomfortable you literally listen to people eat chicken wings and it's the same <laughs> you cosplay got no appointment we are we are equals here <laughs> at this table yes. we are equals another type of ASMR is unintentional ASMR which I love I do too mm-hmm. um this is when it's things like things like unboxings where mm-hmm. it's not well for it's literally what i just said yeah. it's not intentional but it's kind of like ooh those noises are good mm-hmm. and i'll get pissed off when i'm watching something that's unintentional asmr and they'll start talking i'm like shh yes. i don't want to hear your voice mm-hmm. i want to hear what you're doing i watch a lot of japanese tea ceremonies cuz they're so soothing <laughs> so good I, it, it's just so relaxing. It's not meant to be ASMR, but since it is so quiet and in, like te- intentional and delicate, yeah. that it just like sets off something in my brain. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Bob Ross is another one. People oh, love to watch yes, Bob Ross. Yes, Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. I love him. Just happy little tree. Yeah. Yeah. It's whispering, and it's um, the sound of the brush strokes. It's the sound of him mixing the paint. Mm-hmm. The sound when he does his brush on the easel. It's so good. Um, there's also another type of ASMR. Well, it's, it, it's in the same vein. Uh, Bineural recordings. So ASMR video creators use bi, bi, binaural recording techniques to stimulate the acoustics of a three-dimensional environment. So these type of recordings are usually made using two microphones desi- uh, de- designed to mimic ears on humans. The microphones are separated by the same distance as um, ears are on humans, and the microphones are surrounded by an ear-shaped cups to make similar reverb as human ears. Fun they go fa- hard. Yeah, they do. Fun fact. Your voice is actually a lot higher than you think it is because when you speak, your voice goes through your skull. So you think it's a lot lower. So like a lot of times when people hear themselves on the microphone, they're like, does that is that what I really sound like? It's because you're not hearing like you're you're a much higher pitched usually. You're saying that because of the vibrations that go through the bones in my head, I think that my voice is lower. Yes. What the fuck? Everyone thinks that their voice is lower and then they hear it on the camera. They're like, is that really me? Is that real? Yeah, because it echoes through your skull. I don't know anything about myself. <laughs> I just guessed that. No, that was real. That is real. <laughs> Wait, no. So originally when I started posting videos online, it was so crazy hearing my voice for the first time. But now I'm so used to it. I love the sound of my voice on camera. I'm getting there. You don't like your voice? Uh, not all the time. No. Oh. Especially when I'm editing my own shit. I'm like, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Jesus. I think I only get that way when I stutter and I'm like, get, get through it. You got it. It's all you. Please, Sarah. Home stretch. You're literally alone. Brittany is not home. (laughs) Why are you embarrassed? (laughs) Why why are you? No, when when I record upstairs, I'm like, hi, guys, today's sponsor is it. You know, I'm like so scared that you're going to hear it. I'm like, you do the same thing. Yeah. You're not going to judge me. Okay. Leveling with you, I feel the same. Yeah. I get super embarrassed when I have to record something upstairs. I know you're in your room. 
I'm just, like, she should under. If there's one person in this world that would understand what I'm doing, it's you. Yeah, it'd be weird if like I was like a nurse. Then I would like probably feel judged. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yes. Okay, so for these types of recordings, um, for the listener, <laughs> so basically they talk and you can't see what I'm doing. Um, there's like two mics and then you go side to side and they'll like snap behind your ear and around your ear and it's yeah. crazy it's like mimicking like someone coming up to your face and like whispering in each of your ears respectively yeah like a completely normal conversation yeah and they were like hello hello hello, hello. and it's like are you registered <laughs> to vote <laughs> um <laughs> So, for the listener, this experience is characterized by two perceptions. Firstly, the listener perceives themselves as being near the performers and location of the sound source. Secondly, the listener perceives what is often reported as a three-dimensional sound. This means that the listener can perceive both the position and distance of the source of, a source of sound relative, you know, yeah, relative to the same distance as ears are on humans and microphones are surrounded by ear-shaped. Co- we, I just said this. Yeah, you got it. All right. Okay. So those are the general different types of ASMR. Yes. But to go into kind of more detail of the origin of it, people were doing ASMR before they realized it was ASMR. Yeah. And one of the first online forum discussions about the phenomenon was started on the Steady Health Forums by member <laughs> at Okay Whatever <laughs> on October 19th of 2007, mm-hmm. where she wrote a thread titled Weird Sensation Feels Good. And a bunch of people started agreeing with mm-hmm. the original poster. Then it started making its way into academic journals. And then it started making its way into a Facebook group. And then we land at, there is an international ASMR day. Mm-hmm. On, uh, what day is it? Believe it or not, Christmas. Oh, it's December. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Uh, April 8th. ASMR day. You just speak yeah. Yes. I think a lot of, so I want to talk about how, um, a lot of people don't feel the effects of ASMR, which is kind of sad to me. You know, like a lot of people don't like the whispering videos, mm-hmm. which makes me like really sad. It makes me sad that people's gooches don't tingle. <laughs> I wish everyone could have a gooch tingle. <laughs> Feels like my clit is in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's that same, like it's a pleasant feeling of when you stick your pinky. <laughs> it's like when you stick your pinky in your belly button and you feel like your uterus. Well, I had a yeast infection in my belly button, so I don't get the same sensation. Wait, did we talk about that already? When did we talk about that? <laughs> when did we talk about that? We did. Wait, we talked about that in a YouTube video. No, we talked about that at our live show. Yes, you had a UTI? Yeast infection. Yeast infection in your... In my belly button. That is so crazy how the that happened. The human body is fucking gross, dude. <laughs> fucking nasty. Especially mine. Especially Sarah's. Yeah. Yes. That, that's something that uh, happened to me, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. I want to clear up any rumors. Anyone who has said I have not had a yeast <laughs> infection in my belly button, you're wrong. Okay? And you don't know anything about me. Mm-hmm. I don't know the difference between a UTI and a yeast infection. Which one, one burns? One makes bread and one burns. <laughs> what, <if you> piss? <laughs> what if your bread burns? <laughs> you're having a stroke. <laughs> um, fun fact. No, it's horrible. Um, sorry. We could literally, I want to start playing a game called Fun Fact where we could just say anything and yes. we have to guess if the other person's lying. Because everything you say, I think you're lying. I started wearing loose underwear because every time I went through TSA, my crotch would go off in the scanner because it was too hot. And so they kept patting me down because they're like, your crotch literally lights up as red. <laughs> And they're like, there's something going on. And I was like, what's happening? And they're like, your underwear is physically too tight. And so that's when I started wearing loose underwear. And then weirdly enough, I stopped getting UTIs. 
tight underwear? Yeah. Your gooch couldn't breathe. I know. And so that actually helped me with like body body positivity because oh I kept buying underwear that I thought I should fit in. And so getting patted down at the TSA too many times, I started buying clothes that actually were my size. Imagine that. And that's when I started <laughs> to love myself. I have always had a beef with Victoria's Secret for that exact reason. Really? Why? When, do you remember like in middle school, high school, and it would be like, let's go to the mall. It's Victoria's Secret. Pink. All the skinny girls would go do whatever, and I'd be over in the perfume section. Because I would go, and I would be like, do y'all have a size extra large? Pretty uh-huh. normal, right? A size yeah. extra large. They never carried it. Mm-hmm. Or if they did, it was in like the fucking whitey tighties. Yeah. Or they'd be like, here's the men's section. <laughs> but Tracy doesn't have a men's section. Yes. They made one for me. I literally Victor's would. Victor's secret. <laughs> <laughs> Victor, what are you hiding? Extra large underwear. Isn't Victoria. Wait, no, keep going. Anyway, that is, um, yeah, it was that pressure to wear these like little scantily yeah. clad whatever. And it's so not good for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, in high school, I couldn't even wear thongs because I was like raised super Christian. So yeah. if my mom found them, she'd throw them away. Yeah. So whenever I wore like the leggings, I just would go commando. And that's freeing. Mm-hmm. But also I felt like everyone could see you know, because they were, lips. yeah, they were all <laughs> they were always so sheer. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I felt kind of weird in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. for many reasons. Yeah, <laughs> the braces and the lips. Had <laughs> <laughs> your post lips out in algebra. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> you said it's like I have a clit in my head. Okay. Wait, wait, what was? Oh yeah. So there's back to people can't feel the effects of ASMR. Should yeah. we throw to a break? Yeah, actually, guys. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll be right back. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And we're back. We're okay. talking about ASMR. ASMR. I actually, um, so when I did my collab with GB, um, I have, I don't want to actually do ASMR on this podcast because I have made this mistake before. So I have really bad anxiety. And so when I get anxiety, I listen to ASMR to calm me down. Mm -hmm. So one time when I was driving, got really bad anxiety, actually fell asleep and drove off the road. You're kidding. So if people are listening, no, if people are listening to this now, I don't want to start whispering and people get too relaxed. Right. Well, I don't think people would get too relaxed if we're talking. No, it would be a 13 second clip of you whispering and then me cackling. (laughs) The fart. It would wake them up. Yeah, it would (laughs) immediately wake them up. 
So feel free to fall asleep because I'll wake you up. <laughs> yes. ASMR, Brittany cackles and wakes you from a tight slumber. Uh, you fart like 10 feet from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Slowed in reverb. Yes. Brittany Broski shitting herself you on the pod. You slap. <laughs> The gif of Patrick's ass cleaning yes. clapping. Something weird is happening to me lately because all my farts come up the front. Hmm. They like bubble. Your butthole said, I, I'm really not into it anymore. <laughs> it's just too much for me. Yeah. So there are <laughs> famous types of ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are eating videos. I would say when ASMR comes into my mind, I think of whispering and eating. Yes. Ice eating videos are big. Mm-hmm. And... I was watching some of these that Stanley linked um, in preparation for this episode, and I didn't realize how much I hate it. Yeah. Because these, it's not like ice cubes you get out of the fridge. It's like molded, soft-ish ice. Uh-huh. And who I'm going to like have a freak out thinking about it. They bite into it with their front teeth, like oh. up into the gum. Uh. Like, and you can see the te- tooth marks. Oh, my God. And I literally, because I you know that like sensation. ice or ice cream? Ice. Oh. Like Ugh. ice. Like shards of ice, but it's kind of soft i don't know how they make it you know how the asm artists always have like the strangest foods yeah and it's like where do you even buy that <laughs> it was that with ice it was like colored ice and they would pour you know soda or whatever into it drink the soda and then bite it and it was just uh, uh, it was bad tingles <laughs> for me i tingled bad <laughs> but at least you tingled yeah at what tingling at what cost uh, yes i've never seen the ice eating videos i just i stick to the whispering the role play um the okay so let's get into it what yeah. types do you i love the the role play of gynecologist you're on an airline airline gynecologist <laughs> stirrups on the plane yes going through tsa uh-huh. getting your dental like dam removed um getting highlights <laughs> You know, all the normal ones. Right, right. I love when they brush like a mannequin's head. I cannot stand the eating ones. I will literally kill myself. Eating ones. I don't understand why you like it. Is it, you get tingly from watching? I don't get tingly. Ooh, that freaked me out. I don't get tingly, I just like it. Oh. I get tingles from other ones. I get tingles from the ones like, um, some of the whispering ones. I like the ones where they'll put something, uh soft over the mic and then shaving cream uh-huh and then they'll rub like a rubber brush on it mm-hmm. and it sounds like you're underwater yes oh i <laughs> <laughs> like i fall asleep so quick it's so good mm-hmm. but i like the eating ones because it just looks so fucking delicious yeah uh, the crab boil ones if y'all like be love be love's one of my favorites yeah millions on youtube mm-hmm. um it's this really beautiful southern black lady and she makes these like she sells her own um, crab boil, seafood boil mix you can buy on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So rich. She's so rich. She does it in a big pot with like butter and grease and it's corn and potatoes and like crab legs. And she just, and it drips down her arm. She just, but that's not even ASMR. You could just watch the Food Network and feel the same like reaction. But she doesn't talk. Oh. Because I hate when they're like, this is so good. Mm, mm. I don't want to hear that. I just want to hear the sound of your gullet smacking. Yeah. It's like, shut up, Guy Fieri. Just make it. Literally. Imagine a Food Network show, but no one talks. They're just they're in the kitchen. like. Well, that's... um. What's that girl on TikTok that's blowing up? Emily. Emily. Uh, Mer, Mer, uh, yeah. Her. Yeah. Her, yeah. That's, that's her entire thing. Yeah. 
I've never reality TV arguments. Have ASMR. You seen these? I have never seen that. It's like so. The famous one is the argument between Sharon Needles and uh, Fifi O'Hara. That was a loud ass conversation. What do you mean? They dubbed it. They muted it. Dubbed it. It's like, well, you're a party city, but go back to party city where you belong. Oh shit! <laughs> it's oh, so it's That's like a remix series. Okay. Yeah, they mute it and then dub it, and they'll do like Real Housewives. They'll do whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you're just a tired ass showgirl. <laughs> we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? It's literally, and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's kinetic sand ASMR, which is kinetic sand. I don't think that I don't like sand or ooh. I this is gonna be weird. I don't like uh, slime. I hate slime. You don't like slime? No. Why not? It's just I don't get it. I like don't get it. I don't want to touch it. I like I I can't look at it. What they don't tell you about it is that when it's not at the right consistency, when there's not enough borax or whatever in it, it is so sticky and it gets on everything. <laughs> like the beautiful, perfect ones that you see them playing with, it is not like that when you order it online and get shipped to the house. Yeah, but who's like, this is where they're not telling you. Me. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a 60 minutes investigation. Debunking slime artists. <laughs> yes. It's just me. Investigative journalism. Do you like kinetic sand videos, though? Where they like cut it with like a knife they, and stuff? It stresses me out sometimes because it'll be like two separate colors and then we'll mix them together. Yeah. Or, like green and pink and it'll just be shit brown. And I'm like, <laughs> I hate this. You guys messed it up. Yes. You like soap cutting ones? Um, no, I don't like soap cutting at yeah, all, too. Me either. That's so dumb. You like them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can understand the appeal of like, you know, it's it, actually I don't. I can't. I'm sorry. I just it's satisfying. Mm-hmm. Does it give you the tingles? Well, here's here's a conversation. Yeah. Is it tingles or is it just, oh, that was satisfying? I think for me, it's tingles. Okay. Like, I, it feels like bubbles rolling up my spine. Okay. And it feels like, um, damn, I've never taken ecstasy before. Um, but Close probably, to what you imagine it would be like. Yeah, I just bought some shrooms from this guy on Instagram. <laughs> and Every time you say that, it just sounds so ominous. And I'm excited to start microdosing, so I imagine it's probably like that. Bought shrooms from some guy on Instagram. He's pretty re- like reputable. Oh. He runs like an entire store and stuff. Oh, he's like verified? Yeah, No, not verified. Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> He'd get arrested. <laughs> I guess that is true. Even though mushrooms are from the earth. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's just because like, people get weird on them, maybe. Mm, yeah. You don't want to see me on <laughs> You don't want to see me weird. <laughs> what did you... <laughs> Last night I said, Sarah, do you have any melatonin or anything that can help me fall asleep? <laughs> she came in with a bottle of something and said, oh, I get weird on these. Yeah, well, it was 25 milligram uh, THC. 25 milligrams. Yeah, I was like, you can either have like these normal melatonins or this 25 milligram sleep THC. I get real weird on that. <laughs> Because you try to fight off the effects, you just stay awake, and then you start posting all the most weird shit on like on TikTok. I do that anyway. Yes. I do that stone cold sober. No, I think you have like this twilight zone of where you start like posting. Oh yeah, you get like the the sleepy weirds. I literally, but there, I don't have another way to describe it other than mania because I feel myself getting like manic like I want to move somewhere different and I want to do something to my appearance and I want to like whatever and then I end up just posting 37 videos in an hour on TikTok yeah it helps though <laughs> does it it does yeah it does I feel it's something I feel myself powering up like uh-huh. my eyes will start to water a little bit and I'm like oh fuck me and then I'll have to post on TikTok it's me with a puzzle <laughs> <laughs> that's me with a good book let me tell you something um do you want to talk about the scientific research of ASMR? I do all right So, in about 2012, the director of general neurology at the Yale School of Medicine published a post about ASMR regarding the question of whether it's real or not, right? Like, is it a real phenomenon or is it just, like, 
oh, that's oddly satisfying. Yeah. Like life after death. Right. And they said, in this case, I don't think there's a definitive answer. Great scientific research here, guys. Mm -hmm. But I am inclined to believe that it is. Several people seem to have independently experienced and described it with fairly specific details. In this way, it's similar to migraine headaches. We know they exist as a syndrome primarily because many different people report the same constellation of symptoms um, in natural history. So they posited that possibilities that ASMR might be either a type of pleasurable seizure <laughs> or, or another way to activate the pleasure response. Yeah. But here's the next question. Is it innately sexual because of that? I don't think so. I mean, like, it makes sense that a man is baffled about pleasing women. Um, yeah. I don't think it's sexual because it doesn't. I mean, I said it's the clit of your head. But you don't actually. I mean, do you ever get. Well, no. Okay. No. no I. Me neither. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a sexual thing. Like, like we said, or like a past couple like podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like our minds are like, is it a sex thing? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then actually, there's all, we're going to talk about this later, but there are children who create ASMR, and that's where it gets, mm. like, weird. It's a whole, yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Yes. But it's a strange thing because, on the one hand, yes, it can be sexual because the response it elicits in your body is that of pleasure. Uh -huh. And because humans are such sexual beings... I think innately there is a type of they even describe it as like a euphoria or a type of mental orgasm that's achieved. Yeah. But I don't think that inherently it is like coming. Yeah. It's it's not. Well, I mean, like sex things have to like activate your genitals. Mm -hmm. Like and so just because it's a type of pleasure doesn't mean like well, it's. What about like a wet dream? A wet dream activates your genitals. You it's mm. like I would say it's more like runner's high. We're like, that's not hmm. sexual, but that's like a type of pleasure that you get. I've yeah. only gotten runner's high one time in my entire life. I've never achieved that. <laughs> it was like a relay for life in like sixth grade. And I ran like literally 30 laps because my mom didn't want to come pick me up. Slay. And I got so high off of like just endorphins. That's good. Is that why people exercise? I think so. Yeah. I don't know why. When Tracy Mattel talks about, oh, yeah. I ran eight miles. You're a psychopath. That, Go to jail. What do you do? Like when you're like running? Just running. Just look at things? I guess. I like to walk on my treadmill at home and then watch TV. And get yelled at by the neighbors. I do, yeah. yeah. Our neighbors doesn't like, or they don't like it. But then I like to smoke weed and then walk on the treadmill because then I'll walk for a couple hours and then forget them walking. That's great. I get my steps in. That's really great. Literally so nice. I do that to just lay in bed. <laughs> you get your steps in in yeah, bed? Yeah, I get my mental steps in. <laughs> yes. I'm doing mental laps. Um, Cody Ko did post a, um, uh, in 2019, posted a video titled ASMR is gone too far in which he was talking he's criticizing asmr and the creators who make asmr related content mm -hmm. specifically the youtuber um eve donnelly who supposedly eats inedible objects like deodorant rocks makeup and chalk <laughs> this shit is crazy see that is okay that's like okay so asmr every single community has their they're outliers yes like there are a lot of role plays that are not sexual, but there are role plays that are, are sexual. And, and then, then there, you have this shit. Yeah, there are ASMRs where people eat, like, seafood, and then there are people who eat chalk. Yeah. And I think that that is uh, iron deficiency at work. <laughs> like, so my strange addiction, a lot of people eat chalk because they lack some, like, nutrients in their body. And that's, okay, like... Okay, what about the people who, like, fuck cars? That's just a preference. <laughs> <laughs> That's kink shaming. Wait, wait, wait. Um, eating chalk vitamin deficiency. Um, 
and types of nutritional deficiencies that would cause a person to crave chalk, specifically um, low zinc and low iron. Oh my god. So like, you know what's crazy to me in my strange addiction is that people can literally drink gasoline and they're perfectly fine. Meanwhile, if I whiff it too hard, I literally forget fifth grade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you survive ingesting that every day? I don't know. I think about it all the time. I think about how nasty my fingers are. I touch a bunch of stuff, then I'll come and suck on these hot Cheetos on my fingers. And I don't, haven't died yet. That Yeah. That, but have you gotten really sick recently? No. <laughs> yeah. I did give myself pink eye one time on an airplane. <laughs> how? Just touching shit and rub my eyes. <laughs> touching the toilet bowl and then rubbing your eyes yeah. like a baby. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever like gotten myself sick from like touching things. No. Yeah. I've been a it's, pinnacle of health. Literally, the the human body is wild. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like you said, sniffing gasoline will yeah. do something, but when you actually literally drink it, I, she might just be built different. Mm-hmm. One time I left the stove on too long and I couldn't see out of my left eye. We came home one time at the old apartment and we had left the gas on. Yeah. We oh. walked in, we said, oh my God. <laughs> I can smell colors. Literally, if you would have lit a lighter, mm-hmm. we would have been done for. Were you with your million candles? <laughs> <laughs> I do have an addiction to candles. I have a lot. We have a whole cabinet full of candles. My strange addiction, candles. It is. But I'm eating them in my room. I wait till <laughs> they get soupy and I eat it with a spoon. I see your newest video. It's an ASMR of you <laughs> eating candles. <laughs> Ooh, I have wanted to eat candle wax, though, just because Me it too. looks... You want to dip a spoon in it. I like how it coats your finger. I love dipping my fingers in candle wax. Mm-hmm. But that's a kink thing, too. You know, you pour candle wax I on something. I don't want it poured in my fucking gooch. I just want to stick <laughs> my hand in it. It's not in your gooch. It's on your gooch. <laughs> you want to get experimental with your significant other, and you're like, pour candle wax on me, and they yeah. just pour it right into your hole. <laughs> What the fuck? I did not mean that. So back to Cody Coe. Anyway. Um, he was reacting to people eating deodorant, rocks, makeup, and chalk. <laughs> Just literally, oh my God, in this video, this girl is smacking on deodorant, like it, secret, dove, yeah. whatever, biting into it. Mm-mm. And she had it on her gloves too when she was doing it on the mic and it did sound kind of good. Yeah. But I don't want to hear you eat it, girl. Here's the thing. If the video was monetized and people, for the shock value, I kind of understand, but also that's disgusting. Maybe there's like a spit bucket that she didn't have. Or did it show her like swallowing? Mm -hmm. She was eating it. Eating with a hard G. I kind of want to take her to like the grocery store vitamin aisle. Yeah. I feel like you could nip that in the bud right there. Yeah. She's just anemic. (laughs) She's just anemia. um, Yes. Um, So... Going into the sexuality aspect of it, people who experience ASMR report feeling relaxed and sleepy after watching and listening to ASMR content. While some journalists and commentators have portrayed ASMR as intimate, they go on to say there is no evidence of any connection between ASMR and sexual arousal. Period. Yeah, I don't I don't ever feel turned on when I watch like ASMR. If anything, I feel turned off. Yeah. Because I'm physically like shut down. Yeah, I've never felt horny watching someone eat deodorant. Yeah. Or Anything else that I watch, even if it's like, do you watch the ones that come up on TikTok, the live stream? Yes, I do. I watch those and I'll literally, to get sleepy, it literally helps better than those TikTok ads that are like, well, you've been scrolling way too long. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I would rather watch some middle-aged woman be like, on TikTok. You've been scrolling for way too long. And I'm like, you're so right. They force you to fall asleep. (laughs) Dude, why don't they do that? That would be so much smarter. It's so smart. Yeah, so I don't think there's anything sexual about it. I know, like, when you say the word role play, everyone's mind goes to, like... Sexual, because we're sexual beings. I'm a dirty little nurse. Yeah. And you have gonorrhea. Like, that sort but of thing. But it's really just, like, you really should come in more for checkups. Because there's a growth. <laughs> there's a growth. 
several malls in places. There should not be malls. It's oddly shaped. A little too dark. We're going to schedule a follow-up on you. have a mall shaped like Jesus Christ <laughs> on your back. And once we lance it, we're going to sell it on eBay. <laughs> Chip shaped like Jeff Goldblum. Yes, I got a mole on my ash cheek. It looks like Donald Glover. Didn't you get a mole removed recently? I did. Yes, yeah. on my ash cheek. How did it go? Um, good. It had to be a surgery. Oh, I had yeah. to go subdermal with it. Really good stuff you guys are getting here. Mm-hmm. Really happy to have you guys here. I don't think I've, I've had my teeth removed, but I've never had a mole removed. Yeah, that was the first one ever. It runs because white people. Yeah, very moly. Skin cancer. Yeah, no, I, it runs on my family, so I'm like super sensitive to it and so we had to get it removed and it kind of freaked me out because they were like yeah we sent this off to get it was like a biopsy and i was like what the fuck never should your doctor inhale through their teeth not Uh, looking good (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) sorry different chart (laughs) (laughs) oh that's not you sorry about that (laughs) some kid's 13th birthday is about to be ruined (laughs) but you're good to go yeah um, so similar phenomenons, phenomenons are synesthesia, a condition characterized by the excitation of one sensory model by stimuli modality. You by, got it. Let's stimu- start that sentence over one more time. <laughs> synesthesia, a condition characterized by the excitation of one sensory modality by stimuli that normally exclusively stimulates another. Period. As when the hearing of a specific sound induces the visualization of a distinct color, shape, or object, a type of synesthesia called chromesthesia. I've always thought this is super interesting. Mm-hmm. People that can like hear colors. Yeah. They're like, oh, that song sounded red to me. Or like birds chirping sounds green. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Sometimes when I hear people's names, I think of specific images. Like when I hear the name Cheyenne, I automatically think the color purple and like a big rolling hill. Why? Um, it just seems like that's Cheyenne. It's okay. like, you know, the plains in the Midwest. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. Jared, it's just like a pack of Marlboros <laughs> <Yeah>. and like <laughs> a frat house. It's a pencil eraser. Amy <laughs> <laughs> told me I have the energy of a pool noodle one time. Really? Would you agree with that? Um, Maybe. I wouldn't say pool noodle, maybe a pool floaty. Yeah, the pool floater you bought me. Oh, yeah, which you haven't sat on recently. It takes up the size of the entire apartment pool. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah bought me for my birthday a six and a half foot (laughs) pool floaty. It's a big inflatable seashell. Just imagine how inconsiderate. It literally is a very small pool at our apartment. You just take up half of it. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm not even in the water. I'm floating on top of it. You like look through the transparent part. There's like kids trying to fight their way up. Help me. (laughs) Sorry. Um, thereby people with other types of synesthesia report, for example, seeing sounds in the case of auditory visual synesthesia or tasting words in the case of lexical gustatory. Lexical gustatory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the case of ASMR, many report the perception of being touched by the sights and sounds presented of the video recording comparable to visual, tactile, and auditory tactile synesthesia. Yeah, I do feel touched. Like someone's touching me. So that's like you're tasting words. I, I don't think I've ever, I've never experienced that. Tasting words. Like words have a certain, something I, is salty or sweet. Yeah. I wonder if you ever feel like, I don't, I don't know. I need an example of like tasting words. I think gooch is probably really salty. Well, I, yeah. But I think that's more onomatopoeia than it is like, <laughs> a, like a, because you, you have, their gooch has a flavor. Sure. Yeah. Salt. It, if something has a flavor, if you're like, mm, I can taste chocolate, why is that like, you're not tasting the word, you're just remembering mm. what chocolate tastes like. So I'm saying like table or like lamp. 
No, it I've like never. like buttercream. Yeah, butter pecan. Mm-hmm. Now, misophonia is what you were talking about earlier. The worst thing ever, yeah. Misophonia is when usually I've heard it associated with like you hate smacking sounds or hate like the sound of people eating. Yeah. But it, in general, it's just the hatred of sound. Mm-hmm. But it manifests typically as automatic negative emotional reactions to particular sounds, the opposite of what can be observed in reactions to ASMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those who suffer from misophonia often report that specific human sounds, including those made by eating, breathing, whispering, or repetitive tapping noises, uh, cause feelings of anger and disgust. My best friend Taylor has this. Yeah. I'll be watching like people just eating the nastiest food yeah. on my... Uh, Instagram explore page at full volume in bed next to her and she'll be like I'm actually irrationally upset with you yeah like she fucking hates it yeah when I was at Thanksgiving with my parents it was more upsetting to hear them chewing than them being homophobic yeah they're like that sort of thing I was like stop it stop I'm recording it I'm like it's good stuff <laughs> this is great <laughs> Um, that, no, it really does suck. And also, like, I deal with, like, a lot of, like, overstimulation. And when I'm, like, overstimulated and it just, uh, eating on top of that, horrible. Yeah. It, like, sends me into, like, a, like, a panic. So when you, do you not make noise when you eat? Um, yeah, but you don't, like, you don't listen to yourself eat. I mean. I guess that's true. It's when someone else, it does it. Yeah. You know? I, um, have this, I have misphonia when it comes to old people breathing. Yeah. Old people, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Like, sir, we're in the elevator. <laughs> You're not even climbing stairs. I literally, something about it, I cannot deal with it. I get irrationally angry. What is that thing? I think it's a similar thing of when you can't listen to someone throw up. Oh, I think it's hilarious. Okay. Trigger yeah, warning. that thing too when people gag and it makes you gag. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I mean, the smell of throw up is obviously, remember in like high school, like those wood chips that they put on top of it or like, <laughs> like, like sawdust? Yes. Yeah. Or like that pink shit. Yeah. Oh my God, I remember that. That was yeah. a buried memory. <laughs> I was really tight with the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one vomiting. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Throw up has such a distinct smell. Let's move on. Okay. There's something else called frisson. The word frisson signifies a brief sensation usually reported as pleasurable and often expressed as an overwhelming emotion, emotional response to stimuli such as a piece of music. Frisson often occurs simultaneously with piloerection. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Colloquially. Colloquially. You got it. Colloquially known as goosebumps. Oh. Yeah. Causing body hair, particularly that on the limbs and back of the neck to erect or stand on end. Which, if you break Col- that word down, makes sense. Pilo erection, peel being the, like, skin. Yeah, I took Latin for two years. Yeah, so, you know, an erection means to get hard. Yeah. <laughs> your skin gets hard. <laughs> you get goosebumps, you're like, oh, my God, I'm hard. <laughs> you know what uh, British people call goose, goosebumps? What? Goose pimples. Goose pimples, ew. Just makes it immediately not as fun. British people are so weird. Yeah. It's the baby. Hey! You're not British. <laughs> You're British by uh, by proxy. By proxy, I was yeah. gonna say Munchausens. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom was British, and you <laughs> being British for attention, yeah. being British for sympathy. Yes. <laughs> what gives you goosebumps? Um, really good music. Same. Um, pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or cold air. I don't know, dude. Um, I get goosebumps when talking about uh, like spiritual stuff. Sometimes. Really? Yeah. If it's like, because I don't think that there are coincidences uh-huh. ever. And so when something strange like that happens, I'm like, ooh, the universe. Is that why you my nipples get hard. <laughs> I 
I feel like you're really susceptible to like misinformation then. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so go back to the conspiracy theories episode where I literally am convincing myself that they're all real. Yes. I'm, getting, I'm giving myself goosebumps. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So we're going to cut to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, we're right back. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Stop. Okay, so there are YouTube child ASMR stars. And yeah, it gets, this is a weird phenomenon. Yeah. The thing is, we already discussed that it's not inherently sexual, but people here role play. But there are perverts in the world yes. that ruin everything for the rest of us having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn perverts. Um, so there was this Wired article about McKenna Kelly, a 13-year-old from Fort Collins, Colorado. Life with Mac? Yes. What do y'all know about Life with Mac? I love her. Um, she uploaded this video that propelled her to internet stardom entitled Eating Raw Honeycomb, Extremely Sticky Mouth Sounds. It featured the teen chewing fistful of pure honey directly in front of a microphone for 16 minutes. So good. In the following months, it was viewed 12 million times. By October, Kelly had reached 1 million YouTube subscribers. Oh, my God. When did she upload and when did she? I don't know. No, it doesn't say. I wanna, I'm always curious to see how fast it takes people to get to a million. Mm-hmm. On YouTube is so hard. Yeah. And also, but honeycomb for 60. Imagine explaining this to a pilgrim. I know, right? I- immediate death. <laughs> you so know- it's a 13-year-old eating honeycomb on a site called YouTube.com on the internet. And it- also she's a kid and it was so good. <laughs> you know how it takes you like a week to get like five shillings? <laughs> McKenna has paid literally millions of dollars to eat honeycomb. <laughs> you know how you had bread and brown water for dinner last night? <laughs> yeah. Wait, when did we stop using the term shillings? Shillings? <laughs> when we became American? I don't know. Well, I'm saying like, can you call like nickels and dimes like shillings? If you want. Or is that you thing? can do anything you want. Is that right? <laughs> Have you got 25 shillings? <laughs> do you mean a quarter? <laughs> um, Kelly spent that summer in her bedroom filming 50 custom-made ASMR videos. Jesus. She would receive daily email requests from bespoke videos, shoot the footage, receive the video, the money over PayPal. 10 minutes cost $50, where 30, where, um, where's for 30, wait, what? Whereas for $30, about 23 pounds, you get a five-minute clip and upload the video to her YouTube channel, Life with Mac. Damn, dude. That's wild. And her, what's strange about these, like the children on YouTube who do ASMR, their parents are their managers. They're pan- they're, they're panagers. They're panagers. Yes. They're momagers. <laughs> literally momagers. The managers like, is when your manager is pansexual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's inclusive. There's a term for everything these days, you fucking liberals. Yes. <laughs> um, their parents are like in on it. Mm-hmm. They come up with the ideas for the videos. They set up all the recording equipment. They manage the money. They like sign them up for cameo.com and all that stuff. Like it's wild how involved the parents are. Yeah. Which I'm glad because mm-hmm. if this was a 13 year old online is dangerous. Yes. Look how we turned out. <laughs> I just wonder, like, child labor laws, because she is 13. There are none on, online. I know, but she technically, if our, if if what we do is content creation is a job, that means she is doing a job. Yeah. And she makes 50 custom-made ASMR videos. Like, I wonder how long that took her. Yeah. You know, she's doing 16 minutes at a time. She probably cut it down from, like, 25. Mm-hmm. So, like, 25 times 50 is a lot. That is so much. And it's also, like... Well, we're going to do a separate episode on this of yeah. like family vloggers or just like 
a lack of protection online. Mm-hmm. The internet is the wild west. Yes. In terms of money, in terms of content, in terms of like websites. And so this stuff is really interesting to talk about because who has the child's best interest at heart? People like in traditional Hollywood, the laws set in place to protect like Shirley Temple yeah. and all the original child actors of the 50s and 60s, like all of those laws to help to protect workers today. But for these people and things like the Ace family and like the Cocomelon kids who yeah. make millions of dollars, even Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. Like she was 15 when she went viral. So many millions of dollars and her parents manage everything. There are no protective measures in place for these kids. Yeah. Scary. It really is scary. I also like worry for um, like the privacy of it. Like a lot mm-hmm. of like mommy vloggers like record their children's most sensitive moments. Documenting it for the rest of time. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's kind of cute. But also like when that child grows up, like why it every moment of their life has been documented and they got no say in it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's just like really strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's very weird. And then also the conversation of the perverts who yeah. make Life with Mac posting something online overtly sexual. Yeah. She's 13, dude. Mm-hmm. It's really strange because, like, mommy vloggers are different from, like, children who decide to upload themselves, but right. still dangerous nonetheless. Yeah. And Kelly's mom was a 40-year-old veterinarian physician um, who found out about the teen's channel a month after it was created, at which point she started to monitor it daily, um, handling the email requests. So she didn't even, she was in her mom, like her manager at first. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh my God, my daughter's making a lot of money. Yeah. I should manage her. What would you do if you had a kid that was viral online? (sighs) Probably kill him. (laughs) They're going to be only one. No. Change the password. No, I mean, I. Uh, it really depends on, like, how old they are and what they went viral for. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit more understanding because this is my job as well. Yeah. They'd have to, like, choose it. I think that I'd be okay at the legal age it, for a child to get, like, a job. Like, 15 or 16, sure. depending on the state. Sure. And then I'd pursue it. You know, I just, I wouldn't, I would worry about, like, people being creeps to them. Yeah. Which yeah. is unavoidable. What would you do? If my kid, I would, um help them it's a business yeah it is a business and so i would help them manage the business i think that's the customary role that parents should fall into you know if this happened this is a very normal situation i mean she was the mom is a very normal Mm -hmm. working mother and to help her with the business side of it is to be expected but my parents if i was 15 and this happened to me would have said delete it yeah shut it down you're done to protect me yeah and i would have been like fuck you mom and dad but like (laughs) for the best yeah. You know? Um, I think my parents, yeah, they would have, like, my parents were always like, you know, you're going to get kidnapped if you talk to someone online. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they read a Facebook article and believe it every single yep. time. And repost it. Yeah. They would drive to the middle of nowhere if it meant, like, you know, some sort of validation from another Christian online. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. And so then in June 2018, the Chinese government banned ASMR videos, branding them vulgar and pornographic. And then in August, PayPal began blocking the accounts of ASMRs who received money. Crazy. He, it's yeah. So this goes on. What's crazy? Crazy is that like. Um, so I was talking to GB as well. Like you know how like uh, the Shorty Awards mm-hmm. and like all these internet awards. Yeah. They like refuse to have an ASMR category, even though ASMR is like huge. Why do you think that is? I think because they think it's sexual. 
And they would be, what, rewarding that sexual behavior? I have no idea. But, like, they just don't want to consider ASMR this. That is tea, because ASMR makes platforms like YouTube and TikTok so much money. If you Because t- it's a hidden thing that people don't talk about they're interested in, but yeah. the views on these videos say otherwise. Yeah, and also, like, AS- if you took ASMR off YouTube, it'd be, like, it'd be like when they took porn off Tumblr. Right! You know, it'd be, like, huge. Like, that's why a lot of people go to YouTube. Absolutely. That and the Logan Paul vlogs. Hey, miss them so much. <laughs> on their Every Sunday. Oh, wait, they're gone? <laughs> Shit. I'm behind. Hey, low gang for life. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, for those who don't experience ASMR, the videos can seem fetishistic. Mm-hmm. Fetish- fetishistic? Great word. Uh, beyond the weirdness of whispering and making mouse sounds, as in Kelly's honeycomb video, some people nickname ASMR a brain orgasm, which, you know, it just needs to rebrand them. Re- mm-hmm. rebrand then because if like if people are saying it's a brain orgasm that's why everyone's like oh it's sexual but it's because i think there's lack of a better word yeah what is an orgasm without it being sexual euphoria is the only other word i can think of euphoric yeah euphoria is probably like you know just stop saying orgasm guys yeah Jeez. come on guys you're damning yourself i'm sick of hearing it i'm victim blaming <laughs> stop saying it there was also another um another sort of incident about life with Mac where she posted a video that was sassy cop ASMR role play where it was literally a Halloween costume and she comes up and she's tapping her nails on the window and she's like license and registration, but she's 13. Yeah. And it's one of those like, you know, female cop outfits with the little mini skirt and all that. And the comments were so vulgar. Yeah. And eventually, um, YouTube took it down. Yeah. Because, like, enough people reported it to be like, this is not, mm-hmm. you know, guys, they are going to take advantage of the innocence of this. You know, yeah. like, sassy girl, the perverts are going to come and, and make it something that it isn't. So YouTube itself actually, if I'm not mistaken, took the video down that's to protect a, her. That's something that really sucks. I've had, like... um like, it's like that thing of where if you Google gay man, like the picture of a gay man, it's a picture of a gay man. You Google lesbian, it is porn all the way. Yeah. And that's because men make shit gross. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's just so fucking annoying. Like, I've made, like, um, like YouTube videos with, like, previous partners. And if I include lesbian in the, like, the tags, it categorizes it as porn and no one under 18 can watch it. That's happened to two videos. One during Pride Month and literally, like... um. Like, YouTube, uh, they were, like, trying to, like, highlight, like, gay creators. And I was like, you literally, like, sh- like shadow banned my fucking video because you cl- you flagged it as porn. That is insane. I was like, I'm not even naked. I'm just gay. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll have a shirt on. I can take my shirt off. <laughs> no, but, yeah. And also, Jesus. It's, it's tricky because, like, if you're, like, the child, like... I know that the child wasn't doing anything sexual, but men just take it to this place. And now it's her fault. Yeah. And she never should have uploaded it to begin with. And she Mm. should have known what she's doing. That is nasty. Yeah. Men are gross. Men are gross. It's also, um, (laughs) uh, this happened to another creator. Well, there's another one. What is her name? Literally a toddler. Mm -hmm. Like a toddler. Also, Stanley. Thanks again, Stanley. Linked a bunch of these to the dark web videos yeah to the dark web <laughs> linked a youtube playlist that says best child asmr i said thanks stanley gonna be put on a list after opening <laughs> this come on dude it was a playlist someone made and one of the most famous ones um i don't know her name but it's literally a toddler cutest little kid ever five years old yeah and she's like 
pretending like she's your doctor or whatever. And there's something very calming about like a child's, an innocent child's voice. You're like, no, we're going to. Yeah. Oh my God. The comments are disgusting on it. It's so strange. That's also like, why would your parents, like the parents not moderate it at that point? You can You can turn the comments off though. I don't know. I really don't know. Which, Does that affect your engagement? You turn comments off? I have no idea. But I, I mean, probably because if you like get more comments and it's probably like boosted in right. the algorithm. Um, but I was thinking the most paid, like the highest paid YouTuber of all time is a child. He's that kid that opens different toys and he just like reviews toys. More than Do you like, know the numbers? He makes $11 million a year. <laughs> $11 million a year in 2017 reviewing toys. Not me. That's probably $25 million now. <laughs> I got to do some age regression and start <laughs> oh reviewing I'm toys. Gonna, I'm going to start posting <laughs> videos naked in a diaper. Yes. I come in and wipe your... Oh, no. I hold up your little legs and wipe your butt. Yeah. That's on the that's on the Patreon. Yes. <laughs> SMR changing Brittany Broski's diaper. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> they pay you to take it down. <laughs> um, but it's only on the dark web. That's the same energy as people Venmoing me to stop posting. Yes. I had a spam posting episode on my spam TikTok and someone Venmoed me $10 to stop posting. <laughs> I said, you can't silence me. Oh, dude, the next year um, in 2018, it says this seven-year-old made $22 million playing... <laughs> With toys. Playing with fucking toys. It's in Forbes. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> we gotta start having kids. Popping them out. He has 17.3 million subscribers. So here is the the question, right? Yes. Is it right for a child to trigger head-to-toe euphoria in adults? Is there any situation where that's okay? I mean, when you knock one over and it's on, like, AFE. When they run into a glass pane door or window. There's something very cathartic about that, but that's unintentional. An annoying kid being... Yeah. That's that's fine. I don't really wish, like, harm on children, but, like, when they're, like, really annoying, I'm like, God, I wish they'd fall over. But, no, yeah. I don't think you should intentionally trigger euphoria on most adults. I think that, um... <laughs> I think that, as a whole, this should be taken down. Yes. They're the number one most paid person on YouTube should not be a literal child. If you have no concept of like money and like capitalism, you shouldn't be making like content. Like, I don't no. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least when you're 14 or 15, you can understand that you need to get a job soon. Yeah. But like seven years old, you have no idea what money is or no. like the concept. Yeah. It's insane. Speaking of which, if I do ever have a kid, they're going to start making YouTube videos. Oh, immediately. <laughs> we say all this is like they're turning five and you're like, start whispering in that fucking yes. mic. Now. Start, re start reviewing these Legos. <laughs> no dinner until you're done. <laughs> Finish the Lego set. I don't. Um, so, yeah, ASMR. I love ASMR. I can understand like for it gets really like dangerous with children. Yeah, that's it. And that's a weird corner of it that. Mm -hmm. Topically, ASMR is like, oh, oh, that's for, you know, weird people like ASMR. No, no, no. The millions of views on these videos say otherwise. And then also it's such a strange thing with children that I don't think people talk about enough. Yeah. Like it is so strange. Yeah. Okay. So, but now we're going to wrap this up. Like mainly adults make ASMR. So like, again, there's always like negative aspects to like every single thing that for we talk sure. about yeah but i think for the most part asmr is pretty normal it's normal people like asmr yes 
If you would categorize us as normal. Mm-hmm. In the comments below, tell us how much you love ASMR and who your favorite ASMR artist is. And what weird types you like. Mm-hmm. Not weird, but like non-typical yeah. types of ASMR. Other than like eating and whispering and whatever. Mm-hmm. The gyno one, I, I don't believe you that you're into that. You need to watch it. It's really good. She has like a full setup and everything. Is she actually a doctor? No. Oh, God, no. Um, for the longest time, I watched this ASMR where this girl did my taxes, quote unquote. <laughs> And it made me fall asleep for like a solid month straight. (laughs) You know what I do fall asleep to, which I guess is a type of ASMR, but it's not like in the title. Me whispering outside your door. Yes. Yes. Dopey meowing and clawing at my door. Yes. (laughs) Because he's hungry. He hasn't eaten for the ninth time that day. Um, Spaceship sounds. Really? There are so many. I've talked about this on my YouTube channel before. Ambient YouTube videos. Yeah. That are like cozy cabin in the middle of the snowy forest and it's 10 hours long yeah so you just throw it up on the tv and it's just like ambient noise while you're working i watch those sometimes there's underwater ones that are like fish tanks there's underwater hotels and the ones that i like because i like the mandalorian are the spaceship ones where it looks like you're in a spaceship and the stars are passing you by oh i thought you were watching like the challenger launch on like a loop that's different (laughs) for 10 hours (laughs) apollo 13 failed mission is that the one that crash no that's paula 13 okay but challenger did crash actually by the way okay so I'm sorry sorry to um, those guys sorry well, i was just thinking i can't think of a lot of like spaceships yeah so that's what i was no, thinking it's, it's just a spaceship it's it's just white noise oh so wait, wait wait so is it the the quietness of space or is it like the launch no no, no it's the quietness of, it's like you're floating through space it's okay. literally just like white noise brown noise whatever it's called but what does that sound like because there's no wind in space it's just white noise well there's there's noise on the ship oh so like, like the whirring of mechanical, yeah. Okay. Whatever. I love it. Okay. I, I cannot you. sleep without it. Nice. Cool. That's like, you know, your Spotify wrapped is just like 10 hours of a box fan yeah, every box night. Yeah, box fan. Yeah, but it's NASA noises. <laughs> Spaceship crashing noises. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, I think that's it for ASMR. Yeah, we pretty much covered it. Yeah, we talked about everything. Let us know if you agree with anything that we said. <laughs> Please. And like, your favorite types of ASMR. Mm-hmm. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. And check us out on YouTube.gov, <laughs> YouTube.edu. We are here. There's a whole channel dedicated to violating community guidelines. Mm-hmm. We have a student login for our YouTube channel. <laughs> Please check the message board. <laughs> yes. There is an assignment due tonight. Just piggybacking off of what you guys said. Yes. All right. But thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this 
when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.